Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, in fact. In fact, I had tacos for lunch today. Not that y'all asked, but I thought I would share. Hey, glad to be with you guys tonight. Special thank you to last night's amazingly successful event. I was proud to uh, broadcast my show live from the Town & Country Hotel, where the San Diego Republican Party was hosting the second gubernatorial candidate forum for the Republican candidates for governor. All counting on uh, that little thing called the recall. In fact, we're going to get into uh, the breaking news of San Diego and California today. The reopening that's not really a reopening. Wipe those tears away, except keep your mask firmly on your child's face. Let me tell y'all, it ain't over. It ain't over until we say it's over, okay? Because firmly, the commie grip remains on our necks. Um, but anyway, thank you again to everybody last night. I'm catching a lot of heat from a lot of sides from people who think I should not have interviewed Caitlyn Jenner at all. And um, I'd like to hear from you. I-, I wanted to spend some time. I've got to get into the breaking news, hot topics of the day. But throughout the rest of this week and going forward in my show, I'm going to be de- dedicating a little time each night of my show to talk about why I think it is important that we engage with everybody and have conversations, but how do we do it? We can't stick our head in the sand as to the cultural Marxist movement that's happening in our country that's plaguing California and the nation, but we've got to get better at how we message on that and how we fight back against it. If you've got ideas on it, uh, let me know. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at the Answer San Diego page. Thank you again to the Answer and the incredible team here at Salem Media and the Answer San Diego for pulling off what was an amazing event last night, particularly in how we had to, to do the Caitlyn Jenner interview. Appreciate you all very much here. And I especially appreciate this man. It's none other than DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. Mike. Mike. Be nicer. Be nicer. It's very lots. Lots going on. Lots of breaking news. Anyway, um, no. President Reagan. I was saying when my mic wasn't on, uh, would have been very proud of yesterday. I think he would have. Um, I don't think he would be proud of the state of California for which he was governor and the depths to which it has sunk. Far cry from what it used to be. Um, it's you know um, to to think that there is anybody today who considers it celebratory. That we are somehow allowed to go inside a business now or, or you're a restaurant owner and you're allowed to open up your inside dining to full capacity. This this goes into this ties into Karen Cataline, who's one of my favorite pundits. Um, she's got an amazing podcast called Spouting Off is going to be here after the first break. I'd love to bring her in this pop culture stuff and what's going on because she's so funny and witty and just has an amazing, amazing blog out right now called Pivots Privilege and Propaganda. I'm not going to celebrate anybody. 
giving me back a right that they never had, that was never theirs to take in the first place. Amen to that. And then they're not even restoring. This is not a reopening of California. First of all, Gavin Newsom still, by keeping the emergency order that he entangled, um, not just with, with public health, but tied up into the emergency order um, that he does have the power over and, and for things like wildfires, he's continuing to keep his, his fingers around your neck and keep the state of California on the dimmer switch that he bragged about last summer. Oh, you know, I get to move the state up and down. So let me tell you, as Fauci is crying today... The Delta are coming. The Delta are coming. And we've got Dr. Richard Bartlett to to address that uh, at the bottom half of the hour. By just just I'm going to get into some of the specifics of this non reopening, this this commie game of propaganda that NOCO would be proud of today. Anybody, anybody who is a conservative or Republican who's actually acting like this is a good thing today. Needs needs to, to go back and listen to Ronald Reagan's speech. Thank you for the reference to Ronnie in 64, in which he spoke to the RNC and said that the way that the, the he called them socialist, I'm going to call them communists, the way the socialists, he said, are going to get over, get socialism, the inroad to it for America will be through, he said, our health care system. This is an aspect of it. They didn't fully get there with Obamacare. So this gave them the impetus to do so. This is communism. Communism is when they own the means of production, when they have the right to tell you or they seize control over you and tell you when when you're allowed to open your business or that you're not allowed to open your business or how many people you're allowed to have in your business or how many feet they're supposed to stand apart or whether or not somebody's allowed to, uh, to, to breathe fresh air with or without something injected into their bodies. That is communism. And that is what's going on in the United States of America and here in California today. Oh, great news, though. You get to open your restaurant at full capacity. Yeah, but you know what? They had you at mask, right? The mind control device. Read the read the blue, blue, blueprint here. Still got kids when it when it. Oh, it's supposed to be so crystal clear. The tears are gone, right? We're back to full capacity. But to find full capacity because the the key and the most important aspect is and was always about the masks. They know that it's psycholo- damaging to your mental, emotional and psychological health. They know that it's making people miserable. They know that it's aiding to psychological disorders. And that's why if you read this, it's incredibly confusing what happens to the mask. Well, Gavin Newsom says, well, if you're if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear it. Well, then how is anybody going to know? Well, it's you know, let's get all squishy. It's up to the businesses to decide how they're going to verify that you've been vaccinated. Are they going to take your word for it? Are they going to demand it? How are they going to demand it? And just coincidentally, he's got a new app coming out towards the end of the week. It's not a vaccine passport, but it's going to it's going to put your proof of vaccination on your phone electronically. So that's what's going on here. And oh, by the way, if you ever and let let me flash back, wind back to last week or the week before last when Fauci's emails were revealed in which he told everybody who asked via email that you don't have to wear a mask. Which is the same thing he told everybody publicly until the left decided that this was a great way to not only gain control of the American people, to isolate those. And this is what's going on here. You look at the details of the reopening. They want to isolate anybody that hasn't been vaccinated and shame you. They did this at a prom in New Hampshire. 
in New Hampshire, if you if you did not prove as a teenager attending that prom that you've been vaccinated, they marked the kids hands so that they could see visually on the dance floor who was vaccinated and who wasn't. Marjorie Taylor Greene apologized today for comparing proof of vaccines and what's going on here to the Holocaust. And she should not have apologized. Now, that was definitely the wrong move. Because this is clearly the same play. And you can draw that analogy and reference what's going on today with with patterns in the past. Because if you identify totalitarian, authoritarian, communist patterns in the past, you, something's wrong with you if you don't draw it out. That's why they're upset. And it does, the, the left is upset that she referenced it because it's true. And it doesn't diminish the horror of the Holocaust. Six million Jews slaughtered, gassed, etc. To reference that the same tactics are happening today. We talk about communism on the show and that hundred, somewhere between 100 and 200 million people have died and been slaughtered due to communism. Am I, am I not allowed to, to raise the same patterns of communism going on in the country today because it, it's going to, you know, um, diminish what happened in Khmer, you know, Pol Pot or, you know, Castro's Cuba or any of that? That's ridiculous. This is communism going on here in the state of California. And here's how you, here's one way that you can know. It included in this reopening plan, they are now demanding children continue to mask in schools and maintain social distancing. Children don't get it and they don't give it. And Fauci's already been exposed for saying that masks don't work. Child abuse. It's child abuse and it's communism. And you have to ask yourself why. If you've bought into this crap from the beginning, you need to be asking yourself why. Children now, continue. We have no pandemic left in this country. If you believe in these shots and you believe that they're a vaccination, then you shouldn't give a crap who's got a mask on and you shouldn't give a crap about who's standing close to you. And if you do, you don't trust that shot that was jabbed in you. And if you don't trust it, why did you get it jabbed in you? Because somebody, because Governor Game Show offered you a chance to win a, a, a card. Now he's offering trips to Disneyland, offering trips to Ritz-Carlton. Hey, if you want to take a chance, fine. A 19-year-old girl died yesterday. Four days of, of myocarditis. We know it's causing heart inflammation and other, other issues. And teens, they don't get it and they don't get it. This is communism going on in this country, particularly with the masks. And one of the reasons why they did this with schools was because it was a way to control the business owners. It was a way to control the families. This is all about control. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Karen Catalina and get her and get her perspective on this. And after that, we've got Dr. Richard Bartlett. We're going to get him to weigh in on uh, the Delta variant because Fauci's talking about that today. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Speaking of fake news, I'm looking up and I'm seeing a local station here in San Diego. Reopening day. After being closed, I'm, I'm quoting here. After being closed for nearly 15 months, California fully reopens economy. No, it's not fully reopened. That's a lie. A fully reopened economy doesn't put any barrier between the business owner and the consumer. Or the school or the student. The church or the congregant. In the form of masks, body coverings, in the form of some injection, in the form of somebody having the right to ask me or demand that I be injected with a substance that I don't want, this is not fully reopening. I have a feeling that my guest here is going to agree with me, Karen Cataline. In fact, uh, she's got a, a blog post today called Pivots, Privilege, and Propaganda. And she's also the host of the podcast Spouting Off. Hey, Karen Cataline, thank you for being back on the Andrea K Show. It's to talk to you, Andrea. And yep, I agree. <laughs> I do. Well,. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, you, you talk in your blog post, you know, I, at the open of the show, I already talked about um, so many of the aspects here that this is this is about communism. They've seized control over our economy and every aspect of it and our lives, including our bodies. And now, you know, uh, you know, we're not allowed um, to, you know, have freedom unless we allow ourselves to be injected um, with a substance. That is not freedom. That is not liberty. This is not the United States of America. It's the United Socialist um of America, right? Um, and, you know, you're in your blog post, you, some of the specifics you talk about with the vaccination has to do with privacy and in contrast to um, HIV. Talk about that. Well, I was moved to write about it because uh, there was this piece by Jay Busby, whoever that is, do fans, media, have the right to know about players' vaccination status? I thought, where have I heard that before? Remember the HIV status, where not only, not just a few years ago, so Sam Darnold, a, an athlete, dared to say, you know what, I might be interested, but I haven't been vaccinated. Number one, it's not a... Number two... He stood up and he said, I'm going to evaluate for myself whether I'll take it or not. Oh, no, Andrew, we cannot have that. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, where have I heard this before? In California, your very own state, not just several years ago, I don't know when, the left was screaming murder about how people with HIV uh, should not have their privacy uh, breached by their own intimate partners. Mm-hmm. That the intimate partner doesn't have the right to know whether that person is HIV positive or not. This is this is classic insanity that the left is hoisting upon us. So if you're going to die possibly or have a life lifelong illness like HIV AIDS, nobody has the right to know. Mm-hmm. But Government and fans have a right to know if you've been vaccinated. And what's more, if other people have been vaccinated, supposedly work, which I don't think they do, and they're deadly dangerous. I talked to a doctor today about just how dangerous they can be. But the media is censoring that information. Right. Then somebody has a right to know if you feel confident 
about that thing. Why should you care if anybody has been vaccinated or whether they have coronavirus? You've been vaccinated, right? Right, right, exactly. We've got Dr. Richard Bartlett who's going to be on here at the bottom half of the show. We're going to get into some of the... Um, specifics of the of the vaccinations for you. I want I, I want to keep it on. You know the 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 messaging and the hypocrisy and how this is so blatantly about control, not about public health. And many people have talked about Fauci and the crap that he d- w- was involved in in the eighties, but very few people have talked about. Let that sink in, listeners, for a moment. That you that that you were denied knowledge. That somebody that somebody might be infecting you with a terminal illness, HIV AIDS. And this was back before we even had maintenance medications. Uh, But because it was so important that we protect the privacy of gay people so that they can live their lives. But you don't have the right to have privacy. You are being forced to be injected with something that you that is killing people. You, you can want to take it, but there's no denying the facts that, that these shots are killing people. 19-year-old died today, one of, one of many thousands. Um, there's yeah. all kinds of side effects over a virus that has a 99.5% recovery rate, even for seniors. This is about right. control. And one of the things I wanted to get in with you. And, and, yes, and forgive me, I'm, I'm hearing you're dropping out a lot, so if I don't everything you're saying it's not that yeah it's something with our system so uh, but you're yeah. important to me so we're going to try to muscle through this carry on yeah i will and and i get that just once in a while i i miss an important word uh we also have to do is drill down a step Further and ask ourselves and keep asking. I have a piece coming out soon about 20 questions asking the left, uh, even though we know they won't answer. And that is, uh, if continue to ignore deadly information coming about coming out about this vaccine. They don't just ignore it; they're actively censoring anybody who asks questions about it. Mm-hmm. Then. Can we not conclude that they are hostile towards yeah. what they say about their concern about us? is a complete and total lie. Well, right. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I'm going to have to inter- interject and let you go in a minute because for something we've got, sure. so maybe maybe the maybe the go, the uh, poltergeist of cancel culture are trying to stop you from getting your message out tonight. We haven't had this phone issue. So, um, but you're right. And you have to ask yourself, part of the problem that we've got with this cultural Marxist movement is we've removed any critical thinking. Americans aren't thinking critically. They're just, we have turned, this culture has been changed into, into a bunch of non thinking people that are just, you know, not even, I, I, I'm seeing people right outside with masks on. That's irrational. You've got to start using your heads. And, and, and ultimately, since we don't have rational thinking Americans anymore, Karen Cataline, what we need uh-huh. is government officials that no longer take the stand. Our mistake, I think, is conservatives. And I want to get your response from this before I have to let you go. I think our mistake when it comes to conservatives, whether we're dealing with uh, CRT, critical race theory, the LBGTQ agenda, the coronavirus, all means, uh, you know, of, of the communists trying to seize control. 
control. I think our mistake is to start debating um, things like whether or not masks work or whether or not six foot distancing works or whether or not, you know, America is systemically racist and make our arguments about the rule of law and the U.S. Constitution. You don't have the right governor. You don't have the right President Trump, excuse me, and your Dr. Fauci or anybody else in the government to tell a business when they're allowed to open or shut or any mandates involving health or anybody being quarantined. It's against the law and it's not going to go over in the United States of America. I don't care your reasoning. End of discussion. Okay. Boom. Done. I'm not going to get into the weeds and have a debate debate with you on it because I have the right. the, The Constitution protects my right to pursue life, liberty and happiness. There's nothing in it that gives you the right to take that away from me. Uh, end of discussion. Same thing for critical race theory. Your thoughts? I made this point. I harp on this point, Andrea, all the time. We must address the motive, not argue the uh, the issue because it's right. a distraction. I'm not saying that you can't talk about anything. Talk about the efficacy of masks. They don't work. But that's not the point. Right. They didn't work. They don't have the right to force people to bully and intimidate businesses and to coerce people and shot up with something. Nobody knows what it's going to do. It's an experimental drug. All of it is being used to perpetrate marks on this country. I will say this. I'm thrilled and delighted that parents, while they may not want themselves as much as we and protecting their kids. And they may just lead us out of this, like Tatiana Ibrahim and others who are speaking up and are not going to have it anymore. Karen Cataline, thank you so much for being here. Her podcast is spouting off. Go to Karen Cataline, K-A-T-A-L-I-N-E dot com. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for hanging in there with our little tech glitch tonight. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Stay tuned. We've got Dr. Richard Bartlett coming up next out of Texas talking about this Delta variant on its way. Hopefully we can get the, the phone issue straightened out before he comes on. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Thanks to Karen Cataline before the break. Struggling through. We're having some phone issues here, so we may have to reschedule Dr. Richard Bartlett just to refresh your memory on who he is. Um, I've talked about his therapeutic that he has developed uh, many times on the show. His uh, What he developed in Texas, in fact, I first heard about it watching one of my favorite uh, TV talk shows called Joni Table Talk on Daystar TV, which is a, a Christian show. And um, one of the co-hosts on the show was um, had coronavirus and she was struggling to get well, not, you know, not life threatening. So um, she got the budesonide, which is the inhaler and, you know, was like cured within three days. And so that is the therapeutic that he developed. And he was actually um, has been in practice for 28 years in Texas and was actually on Governor Perry's medical task force at one point. So this is clearly a man who, who, who knows what he's Very doing down man. there. And we were going to have him on to talk about Fauci's new. I mean, what a coinky dink, right? On the day that California, if you consider it a reopening. The timing couldn't be any more perfect. I know. 
now suddenly Fauci's like, oh, gotta watch out for that Delta Deviant. The Delta Deviant's coming, right? Well, let me tell you about this Delta Deviant. First of all, I had to laugh at first because I was thinking the Delta Deviant you might need to be worried about, at least if you're an LSU sorority girl, is the the, the uh, Delta Sig fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want, I, hopefully the party picks from my party days, um, are buried on that. Anyway, there's a couple kamikaze parties I'd like to forget. Anyway, um, so this Delta variant supposedly came out of India in February. Remember when India was going back through a rash and a rise of coronavirus cases? Yep. That was what, four months ago? Four months ago, and now supposedly we've got to be fearful. Oh, you know, we just got to watch, watch out because this could just put put America, you know, back into, you know, all these Uber restrictions. Since that Delta variant occurred in India, which supposedly was the cause of the rise, what did they do in India? Because they didn't have shots. One of the things that they did was, and I actually reported this on my show a couple of weeks ago. I reported about how the different areas, the different sectors and regions of India all tried different therapeutics. And the regions that tried the hydroxychloroquine with ZPAC as well as ivermectin, those all, the cases went down. Death went down something like 80%. I can't even remember the numbers. It was huge. It was, it was just an enormous uh, reduction in cases and people basically being cured. The one area that used resdimavir which is Fauci's drug. Remember, he told you all that you would die if you did, you know, he had to restrict the hydroxychloroquine and, and the ivermectin uh, and talked up resdemavir. The one area where the cases didn't go down was the area in which they used resdemavir. Yeah, what a dink, right? Um, this is all about, this is all, uh, you know, uh, uh, about control. Um, oh, it looks like we've cleared up our phone issue and Dr. Bartlett um, is here with a good connection. Hi, Dr. Richard Bartlett. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea. It's good to be with y'all. Well, thank you. Oh, gosh, I love hearing the word y'all. I'm from the New Orleans area. I don't get enough. I don't hear enough of that word. <laughs> um, well, I tell you, it's an interesting times where... Um, we have a fellow named Fauci who says, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about that. I'm afraid that this might happen. And mm-hmm. I'm afraid that you that might happen. And, and we should all be concerned. And we've heard this since January 1, 2020, when he showed up on the stage for the first time. And mm-hmm. I've never heard of him before January 1, 2020. And so uh, I think we're seeing more of the same. Uh, uh, Governor DeSantis uh, has gotten it right over and over again. Fauci has gotten it wrong over and over again. Mm Fauci is the one that said, don't wear a mask. And then he says, wear a mask because it's a symbol. We're in it together. And then he says, wear a a mask and then wear two masks and then six feet apart and then three feet apart. And so I think everybody by now should see there's a pattern of him being wrong Mm -hmm. more often than not. And DeSantis being right. Right. You know, DeSantis uh, followed the science. When Fauci says something, it's almost like Simon says. Simon says, wear a mask. Simon says, don't wear a mask. 
Well, uh, now, now on the day that we're supposedly reopening in California, which we're not, because uh, to me, it's not reopening when children are still being forced to wear masks in school and six foot distancing when children don't get it and they don't give it. And you you're only allowed to take off a mask if you've been if you've submitted yourself to um, being injected with a substance that um, supposedly is a vaccine and it doesn't even stop you from getting it. This is communism. And meanwhile, um, you know, one of the things uh, you, you missed my introduction, I first heard of you when I was watching Joni Table Talk and one of her co-hosts in Texas. I don't know if you are familiar yeah. with the show. Um, one of her co-hosts talked about budesonide and how that yeah. cured her and she was struggling and, and struggling to breathe. And so I, I, I don't, is it hyperbolic of me to say that Fauci, one of the things that he's been wrong about and intentionally wrong was denying therapeutics like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. and budesonide intentionally? Yeah, from the beginning. Oh, from the beginning. Actually, uh, no one can deny it was intentional because he can't say he didn't know about hydroxychloroquine because the president said to the whole world, hey, try hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and a Z-Pak, what do you got to lose? was almost his exact words, and three days later, Fauci is shooting it down to the mm-hmm. whole world. With budesonide, I, I present it, um, uh, and uh, a video goes viral in two weeks, over 5 million views before YouTube says it's dangerous for the mm-hmm. public. Oh, how dangerous is it? Oxford University did the Stoic trial and said that 90% of people with COVID treated with budesonide early would not would not need to be hospitalized or an emergency room visit or even the low bar of an urgent care visit. Uh, where's everybody dying in the United States? Is it in the hospital? I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm an emergency room doctor. And so does that mean that 90% of the deaths could have been avoided? Well, according, well, uh, excuse me for interrupting. Uh, according to a Yahoo News article that came out a few days ago, that that uh, they finally admitted hydroxychloroquine um, yeah. uh, reduced um, hospitalizations by two hundred to three hundred percent. Yes, and yeah, um, that counter right. And, and meanwhile, we also find out that the Lancet article that was published in early twenty twenty used a phony story. So Fauci yeah, lied. People died. Yeah, today there was a big um, you know theatrical scene on the steps of Congress marking the 600,000th death from coronavirus. For, for, mm-hmm. Of course, we know that the numbers were manipulated and people in motorcycle accidents were caused by uh, considered a COVID death. But let's say all 600,000 um, died of coronavirus. Yeah. What, how many of those would have lived had they been um, treated with therapeutics? Okay, Oxford University is the oldest university in the English-speaking world. They have 72 Nobel Prize laureates. They've been around since 1096. That's longer than Anthony Fauci. And uh, they have 72 Nobel Prize laureates. I don't think he has any. And uh, they said in a study called the Stoic Trial that 90% of hospitalizations, ER visits, and urgent care visits could be prevented. 90% of 500,000 is 450,000 American deaths, according to their numbers. If that's true, and there are a lot of people dying from COVID, whatever the number is, 90% of American lives... Does that mean 90% of American lives could have been saved? I don't think it's a big leap of logic to say that mm-hmm. most Americans are dying in the hospitals if they're, if they're deathly sick. Well, and, and uh, so, so then, so then if, if we take, budesonide. so you're an emergency room doctor and, and we, we treat the flu with, I think it's Tamiflu, right? I'm pretty sure I've taken that in my day. Right. Therapeutics. Right. Therapeutics Therapeut- is what it's about. And, and so, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough from Baylor, uh, University in Dallas, uh, a professor, one of the most uh, published doctors in the United States, uh, said, 
we ha- this the he- public health care system has let the American people down and the whole world down by by refusing uh, to uh, promote and develop and accept early outpatient treatment and therefore forcing people to late care only. And that is exactly right. Their strategy has been wrong from the beginning, late care only. It makes no sense to give children the vaccine if, you know, when when they say, oh, we're not having children die if they get the vaccine. Well, children don't die from COVID. It's almost, you know, what's just as successful is ice cream. Ice cream is just as successful. Uh, 100% success. And, um, you know, it doesn't have the risk of myocarditis, a rare inflammation of the muscle of the heart. You don't want the heart muscle inflamed. That's a deadly disease. And if they say, well, most of the kids might recover. Well, most kids might recover from meningitis or from a stroke, but it wouldn't it be better if our children don't have a heart attack or stroke or myocarditis? I'm yeah, I would. I would think so. Five times the increase. Yeah, I, I so saw reports yesterday. Yeah, there is a risk, and so that leads me to my next question: What is informed consent, and and what's going on with that yeah. and the vaccinations today? So up until January 1, 2020, or the craziness that's happening now, informed consent was the law. And medical legally, you have to tell a, a patient or their loved one the risk and benefit of every treatment option. And have we seen one commercial, one ad, one of these propaganda campaigns saying what the risk is with the COVID vaccine? No. Or, have we, or have we heard, you know, follow the science. We'll give you free donuts and we'll give you a free shot. That doesn't sound like science. No. Um, and, and they're not talking about myocarditis. They're not no. saying there's a risk of that or transverse myelitis. The last patient I saw with COVID in the ER has been um, over a month ago. But you know what I am seeing in the ER is people who are having uh, disasters after they get the COVID shot. Well, how do we know? Excuse me for interrupting. We know the lady got the shot and at the Walgreens and feels like she's going to pass out. The pharmacist says, man, I wish I wouldn't have given it to you. She goes home. She wakes up the worst headache she's ever had. She comes to the emergency room where I'm the doctor she can't feel anything from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet on her left wow. side. She can't, she can't make a grip with her left hand. She can't hold her arm up. She's having stroke symptoms. The CAT scan was normal, so we had to transfer her to get an MRI and to get in the ICU. But she, of course, she greatly regretted it, but she was kind of coerced because her in-laws would not come visit the family unless she got the shot because they're hearing over and over the propaganda and the, mm-hmm. the reality is if you got the shot, you know, vaccines should be protecting you. So why would you force it on everybody else? You're already protected. What's the deal? Well, the thing one of the things that is distressing to me, the reason why I was asking you how you knew is because there's the left Fauci and the rest are saying, well, you can't prove that this, this woman going to the ER that that was from the shot. Meanwhile, they've got somebody who dies from a motorcycle accident who happens to test positive and they call that a covid death when dude died, you know, in a motorcycle accident. I mean, we know that hospitals. But, you know, so but they refuse to connect the dots between obvious dots between these injections and deaths like a 19 year old who died yesterday from myocarditis after getting the injection. Right. And so, you know, the flu shot is a vaccine. The flu is a, is, is a potentially deadly respiratory disease. Why aren't they giving free flu shots to everybody? What's the fat? What is the what is the ulterior motive for um, denying early outpatient treatment strategies that Oxford University proved with two randomized controlled trials? That's the top shelf. Um, gold standard for medical scientific fact. And they said 
um, they had to stop the study early because they didn't want any of the other people in the study to die that had COVID by uh, being given a placebo. And that was just with the people in the study. What about the millions of people in the world who are dealing with COVID now and they're still not talking about early outpatient treatment? No. You know, there are parts of India that are using budesonide. Yes. And, and the numbers start plummeting when they started using it. They did with ivermectin. Um, yeah. In fact, yes. the only area in India that didn't see improvement from therapeutics was the one area of the sector that, did, that used resdemivir. Of course. And so let's talk about that. You, know, you probably were using but remdesivir was developed for Ebola. And um, you know what? There just wasn't enough Ebola cases. And so let's repurpose it, repackage it, and let's try it against this. Well, it does interfere with viral replication, but that's in the very beginning, like the first five days of the illness. So, but you know, with remdesivir, you got to, they give it in the hospital. And so you're going to be late disease yes. when the virus is no longer multiplying. It's going to be over $3,000 a pop for each patient, and it's going to require a five-day hospital stay. So you're not going to – that's not free. You're going to be billed for that. And so um, the bottom line is uh, what a disaster. The World yes. Health Organization did a study, 480 hospitals that they looked at the evidence from around the world uh, – with uh, over 11,000 patients, and they said in November of 2020 that remdesivir doesn't save one life. They said it doesn't affect mortality numbers st- statistically. That means it doesn't save one life. But you know how much money has been paid for hospitals that would use remdesivir? And, you know, they're getting paid by the yeah, by the, by the government, it's guaranteed money. Well, right, just There's like yeah, they were yeah, just like the, when they knew that there were treatments, they were telling people if you've got it, stay home and don't don't go, don't seek any help or any yeah. treatment until you until you right. can't breathe and you got to go to the ER. And then they were blowing lungs out with ventilators, you know. Yes, uh, and so it's an oxygenation problem. It's not a ventilation problem. So that obviously was the it was a uh, again we were misled. Yes, um, and the healthcare system, uh, unfortunately, many doctors are followers. Yeah. But there are many brave doctors in the United States that are going against the propaganda and they have compassion for their patients and they're treating their patients when they have symptoms like we would do for the flu, like we would do for anything else. We, tr- we, we alleviate human suffering. Mm-hmm. Even, if it's, even if they're going to live, why let them suffer? There's right. medicines that can help. And you, not, you know, with a viral, uh, serious viral illness, we do supportive care. And I'm an advanced trauma life support instructor. Breathing is really important. We do the AB, we teach the ABCs. Breathing is kind of important. Yeah. And yeah. you, and and you so, know what? And, they, and they're, they're impeding my ability to breathe with these mandates out here. You know, everybody's been trying to breathe through a dirty diaper on their face. I mean, this has been absolutely, right. it's, it's all about well, communism. It's been I, ridiculous. It's it a, is. It is programming. It's, it's training people. But how, if I wanted to write a cheesy movie script, I would, uh, and I wanted to show uh, something, I would say, we're going to start giving vaccines to people 12 and up. Oh, well, we better be afraid because it looks like we're about to have a spike in 12 to 20 year olds at UK, and I'm worried it's going to come to the United States. Oh, how convenient. Yes. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, the it's, Delta. It's the Delta is coming. The Delta is coming, Fauci says today. Oh, you know, right, is, as California is reopening. Why would anybody All believe right, this well, man? He's the highest paid government official in the United States government. And he sh- not only should he be yanked out of his job and fired, he should be criminally prosecuted because Fauci lied deaths? and people died. Dr. Bartlett, yes. thank you for being here. Um, how can people, you know, is do you have a blog or do you there, know? There is a website called Budesonide Works, B-U-D-E-S-O-N-I-D-E Works. Com, and that has a lot of information. It's the Stoic Trial at uh, Oxford University, but ButesonideWorks.com. And, you know, I want to say one last thing. Fauci recruited an A-list actor, Matthew McConaughey, to do a hit job on Budesonide. And, and Matthew McConaughey asked him a, a, a softball question. Well, what about budesonide and zinc? Some people think it works. And, and that was a good question on Matthew McConaughey's part. But Fauci said, well, it's just a placebo, Matthew, immediately after I put it out there. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? 90% could have been pre- spared from hospitalization, ER visits, and urgent care visits, according to Oxford University. If you have a problem with that, deal with the university, not me. Right. But that right there is, uh, you know, I don't it's, you know. It's criminal. And Matthew McConaughey, yeah. he can continue to support Texas and the Longhorns, but that's the extent of, I think, his involvement in anything official in the state of Texas, in my opinion. Uh, I'm telling you, it's ridiculous Dr. what's happening. And yes, We need it to turn around. Thank you so much, Dr. Bartlett, for being here. I'm out of time. I hope to have you back real soon. Sure. All right. Thank you. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to wrap it up in just a minute. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Wrapping up the show here. Just got a little over a minute left. If you want to hear a little good news, let me tell you, they think because they got rid of Trump on Twitter and Facebook, they think we're just a bunch of little like lemmings. Oh, this whole thing about MAGA being about a cult. No, Trump, MAGA is about a movement that Trump understood when he came down the escalators. It's not about Trump. It's about us, right? And that, and Trump had his finger on the pulse. He knew what we were about. Trump just brought it, brought it to the forefront. Well, yeah. He, he, he became the leader of a movement, the, the 75 million of us out here, and what we were thinking. And you know what? That's not dead. Here's how you can know. Nine out of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump draw primary challengers. Nine out of 10. If, if MAGA was just, um, if MAGA was not the party... This isn't Trump's party, by the way. It's MAGA's party. It is the Americans who are Democrats, Republican, and Independents who want a restoration of America as we know it that's not reflected in CRT, that's not reflected in these shutdowns and these lockdowns and these forced vaccination shots and none of that. It's about it's about preserving America. It's about America first, right? Not this crap we're seeing overseas with Biden, right? And it's about freedom. Anything you want to add there, my Hashtag man? Hashtag bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks to uh, Karen Cataline, Dr. Richard Bartlett. Thanks to you guys out there. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Oh